The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Rebound comes down to Brooklyn Fidelke. She needs some help. Gets it over to Schmidt. McKenna to Fidelke. Brooklyn will bring it across the timeline to Ochtenberg. Eva backside wide open is Migro. The layup for Megan Migro. Tonight, a trip to the state tournament is on the line as the Ravenna Blue Jays bow the Hemingford Bobcats in the C26 district final. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Ravenna gets it to Beagle. Beagle in the lane. It's the further end. No good. Schmidt got the offensive rebound. Put it back up and in. McKenna with four points. And it's 10-8. Ravenna is not qualified for state since 2009, while Hemingford has made one state tournament appearance in school history way back in 1986. And the Bobcats sit third in the wildcard standings in their quest to get back to state and break a 30-year drought. It's the Bobcats and Blue Jays coming in next, but for Zoo Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Sutherland High School with Classic Hit Sports' Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening, everyone. From Sutherland, the postseason continues here on Classic Hits 98.9 of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It is the C26 Girls District Championship game between the Ravenna Lady Jays and the Bobcats of Hemingford. With our producer engineer, Kent Keeler, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along where all of the districts that haven't been concluded in girls basketball will be tonight, whether it's B, C, or D. And we've also got Kearney Catholic and Central City on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And a big one, St. Cecilia Superior playing on 1230 KHAS. Our games are always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, the internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. It will be Ravenna with their speed and defense against the hype and offense of Hemingford. Two contrasting styles. Now, Hemingford does not have a 6'3 senior in the middle, but they will be taller pretty much across the board. Ravenna runs into that almost every single game that they play. Six foot, five ten, five nine for Hemingford along the front line. Ravenna, five nine, five seven, five five. Ravenna appears to be a little bit deeper as well. Uh, when you look at their points, they have way more points coming off the bench than the Bobcats do. And for Hemingford, they may get in on a wild card. You would think that if things don't go the way tonight for the Bobcats, that they would get in. You have to assume Guardian Angels and Crofton are such a huge favorite tonight, and I know you can't assume anything, but if you're going to take two teams in any class, probably those are the two teams that you're sure will win tonight. So Hemingford should get in, but they don't want to leave anything to chance. They came so close to making it to the state volleyball tournament. They were up two sets to none, only lose to Arcadia Loop City in five sets and kind of crushed their dreams. For Ravenna, you think of them being perennially good. They've been good for a long, long time, but they haven't been to state since 2009. But every time they get to state, they played in the championship game. They've only been to state three times, two-time state champion. The first year they went in 04, they were the state runner-up to Guardian Angels. Hemingford, 
They've been there one time all the way back in 1986, 30 years ago, and lost in the first round to Pierce. They've got a good team. They've got some good girls. We've seen their boys. We've seen the football team. We've seen some of the wrestlers. Now it's the girls' turn to step up and make that long trip to Lincoln. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, and we'll have the starting lineups and more when we return on Classic Hits. I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor, and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, medical oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, heading forward, they will be the visitors in the red uniforms with white trim, basic as they come, and they'll go with number 12, a 5'7 junior, Caitlin Cuff, averages 4.9 points a game. Number 15, 5'6 junior is Brooke Turek, averages just over 14 points a game. The leading scorer is 5'9 junior, number 20, Faith Roebuck, at 15 and a half points a game. Also averaging in double figures is number 25, the 6'0 junior, Natalie Gasling, at 13 points. She pulls down nine boards a game. And number 44, 5'10 junior, Emily Hansen, averages just under six points a game. The head coach is Steve Moreva, assisted by Lisa Jansen, 20 and 2 on the season. Those two losses coming to Gordon Rushville and to Spearfish South Dakota in the Shadron Holiday Tournament. For Ravenna, number double zero is 5'3 freshman Jordan Fidelki, the Jays' leading scorer at just under 12 points a game. Number three, a 5'4 sophomore is Brooklyn Fidelki. Number four is 5'9 junior Becca Noziska. Number 12, a 5'5 sophomore Megan Meagrell. And number 24, a 5'7 senior Eva Ochtenberg. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. We'll be back after this. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes. Plus a great selection of wind rowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Flashback Neighborhood Grill in Ravenna is proud to support the Blue Jays. Come into Flashbacks for a taste of history. While you are enjoying a great home-cooked meal, flash back to the past in this wonderful setting of the original tin ceiling, bared brick walls, and decorated with history for Ravenna. 
Read newspaper clippings from years past from sports to town events. It's all at Flashbacks, and the grill is open late for home games, so stop in tonight. Flashbacks Bar and Grill in Ravenna. Doug Duda back with you here at Sutherland. A big thank you to the many fine folks here in Sailorland. Our first chance to come into the Sutherland gym, a beautiful gymnasium here at Sutherland, built in 2003, the addition to their school. Uh, it's, it's comparable to Gibbon, but it does have the uh, walls on both ends, no opening uh, like that. Maybe Amherst, comparable a lot to the Amherst Gymnasium. A lot of folks know that as well. We're in the middle of giving you the J starting lineups. Brooklyn Fidelke averages 8.5 points. Rebecca Nosiska has gotten better as the year goes along. She's just about 11 points a game. Megan Meagrel, 6 points. And Eva Ochtenberg, 4.5 points a game. The head coach is Noah Malsby, assisted by Dale Zorb. Dan Bowling and Anna Rip Ravenna is 18-7. and seven. They're ranked ninth. Hemingford is 4th and 5th. In the two major papers, Ravenna's losses this year, Ord, Kearney Catholic, Minden, Sutton, Centura twice, and Ord again. So twice to Ord, twice to Centura. Most of those teams are either playing in the district final tonight or got beat by a top five team in the postseason. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in another game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We are ready to get things going. Glad to have you along with us on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Ravenna, and Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Jays in the home white with Heavy blue trim will go from left to right. It will be Nosiska to jump it up against Turek of Hemingford. And this district final is underway. And there is a loose ball, a jump. So I think they have to re-jump it because nobody grabbed possession of it. So they will re-jump the basketball. And we'll do it again. The tip is cleanly controlled this time by Hemingford as we move from right to left. And, of course, man-to-man defense here by the Blue Jays. Bobcats will spread the floor, barely put anybody inside that arc to start things off here. Dribbling to the right side is Kump. Kump will give it off to Roebuck. Roebuck off the cut, gets it into the paint. Ball knocked out of the hands of Turek, but picked back up. Shot no good by Hanson. Fighting for the loose ball. We got another jump ball, and we'll go to Ravenna. So, no Siska tied up there by Hanson. And it will be Ravenna basketball. Sometimes the emotion has to settle down. Who can get to a quick start? And we'll see Meagrel take the runner from 15 at the other end right away. It's no good. Brooke Turek will grab the rebound here for Hemingford. And down the middle of the floor she comes. Kicks it off on the left wing. Three-pointer Gasling is way off the mark. So far off the mark. It's an easy grab here for the Bobcats and Roebuck. To the right elbow. They'll try to force it inside. Deflect it away by Ochtenberg. Turnover Hemingford trying to go all the way to the other end. A little jump stop shot from six is no good for Nosiska. And it'll be run down by Emily Hansen. And a foul on Nosiska trying to get the ball back. Nosiska trapped inside. Well, no, excuse me. They're going to call the foul on Hemingford. Hemingford lost the basketball. And they'll call the foul on them. And that's Brooke Turek, first foul of the game. So Ravenna ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it up top to Fidelke, right elbow, little room to drive. Ochtenberg, though, puts it up too strong. Haven't had a good-looking shot yet, but an offensive rebound by Jordan Fidelke. Her pass then stolen away. Hemingford doesn't have numbers, so the Bobcats and Roebuck will slow it down to Hanson in the left-hand corner. Hanson will dribble it out to the key. 
Dump it into the corner to Kunk. Down low, off the screen, another missed shot. Offensive rebound, put back up and in by Natalie Gasling, and we have our first points of this district final. 90 seconds in, 2-0 Hemingford. As Ravenna pushes the ball up the floor, Coach Noah Malsby saying the last month has been very tough offensively. The Jays are getting a lot of shots, but they're not shooting much more than 30%. Fidelke for three. It's off the mark. Offensive rebound, Ockenberg back up and in. And about right where she, or Noziska, excuse me. Noziska got the offensive rebound off that miss, and she's been all over the place here early on, so it's 2-2. Hemingford will bring the ball up the floor behind the back dribble here by Brooke Turek, but all over her is Megan Megrel. Gives it between the circles to Gasling. A lot of screen, back cut, and knocked away. One thing Ravenna knows is the back cut, and Brooklyn Fidelke got her hand on it. 5.55 to go here in the first quarter, 2-2. Everybody decked out in their blue. Ravenna Jays, a lot of B-strong shirts. It was one year ago today that Coach Baranek announced his retirement from Ravenna. And we all know how things have transpired in the last year. And the girls trying to get to state. The ball knocked away. Rolls all the way to the backcourt. All the way out of bounds. Last touch by Hemingford. The official had enough time running down the floor to try and decide who touched it last. And Ravenna will get the ball underneath their own hoop. 2-2, 2-2, 5.44 to go, first quarter. A lot of action, not a lot of scoring. Fidelke to throw it in. Trouble has to lob it in the corner and overthrows her teammate in Megan Migro. So Ravenna gives it right back. An error there on the inbounds, throwing it over her teammate's head. Nobody really moved on that inbound for Ravenna, and she had to get it in, or we'd have seen a five-second count. As Turek brings it up, lobs it down to the baseline. With the catch is Roebuck. She's too deep, has to kick it out of the wing to Brooke Turek. Backside open, Roebuck fires it underneath the castling. And Natalie has her first two buckets of the ball game. Four to nothing, Hemingford. Fidelke up the floor. Jordan tries to get it to the right side, nearly stolen away. Runs into the defender, and they're going to get the blocking foul. Two free throws coming up. Here will be some, and you already hear the Hemingford fans. This is Ravenna's style. They're not afraid to take it at you. Hemingford was not set. Later in the game, you will see that not get called, and it'll be a turnover. But got to stay a little in control. The foul on Natalie Gasling, her first, and the free throw Fidelke is up and in. So Jordan able to get Ravenna on the board here with a free throw added to the bucket that Noziska made. It's 4-3. She's got a chance to tie it up. 5-18 to go here in quarter. Number one, the free throw too strong, and the rebound brought down. By Gasling, she's by far the tallest player on the floor at six foot. And up the floor, slowly with the basketball, point guard Brooke Turek. Into the game for Ravenna during that free throw, Maddie Kuchera. Up top with it is Gasling, swings it right side to Hanson. Back to Gasling, but they cut it down, and the steal is made. That time it is Ochtenberg, third turnover Hemingford, up to Fidelke. Bobcats get back defensively. And Jordan will just kind of dribble to the right side. Brooklyn's wide open on the left side, but so is Noziska in the middle, and she'll hit the eight-footer. Two option there, and Rebecca gets her second bucket, and Ravenna has taken their first lead at 5-4. to four. Both coaches up off the floor. Hanson has it knocked away on the block. We'll get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Hemingford, but it does move the possession arrow. The Blue Jays will bring Hannah Migrel into the game, and Hemingford will go to the bench and bring in Lauren Gasling, Natalie, the six-foot junior, Lauren, the 5'11 freshman. And they're both in there now as Hemingford has it underneath their own hoop. 
Try to get it into Hanson, secured, ball knocked away. Great defense again by Ravenna, and they come away with the steal. Outlet pass to Fidelke, one-on-one against the freshman Gasling. Fouls her, and the shot goes. Jordan Fidelke, a chance at a three-point play. Used a little bit of her freshman moves on the Bobcat freshman, and it is a 7-0 run by Ravenna. Jordan Fidelke now a chance at the three-point play. Takes her time, fires the free throw, swish. Four for Fidelke, and Ravenna now up four. 8-4, 4.20 to go. First quarter of our C-2-6 district championship game. And we really haven't seen Hemingford run. That's what they like to do. 60 points a game they average. Ravenna 50, but not as much here in the last two weeks. And we get a little too close here for Ochtenberg. She's going to be called for the hand check. First foul of the game on Ravenna. So it'll be having four ball in front of their own hoop. Plenty of action going on tonight. South Loop, Axtell, Elm Creek, Kennesaw, St. Cecilia, Superior, Kearney Catholic Central City, Ord playing Wayne tonight. A lot of basketball out there up and down the radio dial. Wilcox, Hildreth, and Juanita Palisade on a pick and roll. They just trying to lob it in, and Ravenna's got this scouted well. It's going to be stolen away by Ochtenberg. That's her second steal. Up the floor, they want to run. Fidelke fakes the three. They're going to call her for the walk. She stepped to the right, then stepped to the left. It was a tight call, but probably the right call on Ravenna with their third turnover. Again, sometimes the deeper you get into the season, the tighter they will call that. We know Ravenna has happy feet. A lot of guards, young guards, when they're trying to shoot the three or fake the three and drive, get those happy feet. 8-4 Ravenna. 3.40 to go here in the first quarter. Good crossover up top by Turek, but is she going to do anything with it? Kicks it off to the younger Gasling, down to Natalie now, the older of the two. Natalie forces her way down to baseline, and she gets bumped. She ends up on the ground, and we've got a foul call here on Ravenna. Naziska with her first, second on the Jays. Checking in now for the Blue Jays. Megan Migrel will return. And checking back out will be Madison Kuchera. Also coming in for the Blue Jays will be McKenna Schmidt, the other freshman with Jordan Fidelke. And Nosiska will check out. Underneath the hoop, Hemingford to throw it in. They stack the right side of the key. Brooke has checked in. Brooke Gallus has checked into the game here for the Bobcats. They take a fadeaway three. It's no good. It's headed out of bounds, but thrown back into Gallus, and it's blocked and taken away underneath by Ochtenberg after a nice save by Brooke Gallus on the rebound. Fast break the other way. Kick it out to the trailer. Here's Eva from 15. Good. Ochtenberg knocks it down from the outside. Time out. Hemingford. After a 4-0 start by the Bobcats, Ravenna's runoff 10 in a row. 3-12 to go here in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score of at a 10. Hemingford 4. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield.
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. 10-4, Ravenna with the lead, Hemming Ford out of the timeout, ready to get things going here. The long pass against the press, deflected and stolen away. Coming up with it is going to be McKenna Schmidt. She'll stop, and that's six turnovers on Hemming Ford. Gives it to Meagrel. The Meagrel sisters are both in there, and it'll be Hannah giving it to Megan, and then her pass is going to be picked off. Chance for a run-out layup here to Gasling, and she has it knocked away. They'll call a foul. It will not be on the shot, I do not believe, although that's what Hemming Ford is lining up for. And they'll call it on Meagrel, and it's on Megan. And they will shoot free throws here. So at the line is Lauren Gasling. Puts the free throw up, and it is no good. Ravenna going to go with their eight-gal rotation. Back in is Nosiska and Brooklyn Fidelke. Schmidt stays out there. So does Jordan Fidelke and Megan Meagrel. Second free throw down. For the freshman, Lauren Gasling, the only freshman on the Bobcat roster, will put it up and in, and that breaks a 10-0 run by Ravenna, and it's 10-5, Jays. 2.45 to go first quarter. Fidelke with it, Brooklyn on the right wing. Takes it up top to Jordan, spread the floor a little more against the Bobcat zone. Drive left baseline, 10-foot runner, no good by Meagrel. Backside rebound, grabbed by Brooklyn Fidelke. Steps into the double team, out to Jordan. Jordan will drive, has it knocked out of her hands. It deflects off of Schmidt. She's able to run it down, trapped in the left-hand corner. Takes a couple of dribbles and then swings it over to Fidelke. Back up top, Jordan. They try to double her. She spins with her right hand. Bounce pass inside to Schmidt was a beauty. Oh, what a jump ball. One of the quickest jump ball calls of all time. I didn't think there was any chance it could have been that quick, but they are going to call the jump. It is Ravenna Ball. So they'll get it underneath. And that would have negated a Schmidt layup because she didn't have it tied up very long. And now the ball knocked away by Gallus. Nice move there. And Ravenna's turned it over five times. Two minutes to go. First quarter. The defense has been the story so far. Brooke Turek tries that pick and roll again into Gasling. The junior grabs it off balance. Throws it up. No good. Didn't get the call. And an over-the-back foul going to be called here on the Bobcats fighting for the rebound. It's going to go on Faith Roebuck, her first, and the team's third. Three on the Bobcats, four on Ravenna. Again, we're getting up and down the floor quite a bit, but not a lot of scoring. High school basketball in the postseason brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Jordan Fidelke gives it to Brooklyn. Triples onto the right side of the key, gets bumped, falls down, ball goes out of bounds. And there's one of them where Ravenna, I'm not going to say got careless, but bumped into Hanson. Definitely was contact, but they're not going to call that because Ravenna's drawing and, and initiating the contact a ton of times. And now Ravenna with four turnovers in short work here, and they've been stuck on 10 for a while. 90 seconds to go in the first quarter. Both teams trying to survive the first eight minutes. 10-5 Ravenna. Turek lobs it backside. Layup is up, and it is in. And a late foul to go along with it. Caitlin Kump. That ball was already through the cylinder, and she ended up on the ground. 
I was almost surprised that they'd just give a free throw. It might have been late enough that they could have kept possession of the basketball, but they will award the free throw here to Kump, and it is the second foul on Ochtenberg. So a mini street game here in the first quarter as Kump will fire the free throw to try and complete the three-point play. Flat, no good. Rebound brought down by Nosiska. Quickly to Meagrel across the timeline right side. Doesn't have numbers, so she'll slow it up. Hemingford playing a little man-to-man, junk 1-3-1. They go back and forth here. Skip pass right side to Meagrel, all by her lonesome, and she got hip trying to go to the baseline by Faith Roebuck, and that is two on Roebuck. Faith, the leading scorer for this Bobcat team, hasn't sniffed the hoop yet. And now they post that that's only her first. I thought they put one up on her earlier, so we'll go with that and say it's one. Still the 15 foul, and here's Meagrel from the free throw line. Her jumper no good, and over the back going to be called on Hannah Meagrel. Her first and the team's fifth. Again, not a lot of contact, but she didn't have position. Just trying to give you a feel of how the game is being officiated here in the first quarter. A minute to go now, and it's 10-7. Ravenna with the lead. Hemingford scored the first four. Ten in a row for Ravenna. The last three here by the Bobcats. And to the right elbow with it. Again, they love that pick and roll, but this time it's thrown away. The bullet pass by Turek could not be handled. Seventh turnover for Hemingford. First score update of the night. After one quarter in Class B, Aurora leading Hastings high. 14-9. 10-7 Blue Jays, but they've been on 10 for nearly three minutes. High post, Meagrel driving in, getting fouled, and getting the bucket to roll is going to be Hannah Meagrel. The foul is called on Emily Hansen, and that had a lot of forward spin on it. It actually kind of hit the bottom of the rim and just crawled up over and fell in. 12-7-41 seconds to go. Here in the first quarter, the foul on Hansen is her first. First bucket for Hannah Meagrel. The free throw bounces around twice, will not go. And then the rebound is pulled down offensively by Madison Kachura. One of those where the Bobcat teammates looked at each other, thought the other one had it, and nobody did. Now Fidelke drives, takes the shot, it's no good. Rebound, Brooke Turek. Quick outlet pass to Hansen. Turns and hits the trailer in Gasling. 25 seconds to go in the quarter. Tried to get it to Hansen again. Stepping into the passing lane, making the steal is Jordan Fidelke. Now Jordan needs some help, and a timeout going to be called here by Noah Malsby. She'd used her dribble to make the steal, and everybody was all the way down at the other end. So Coach Malsby going to use the timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 17 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Ravenna Ball and a 12-7 lead. You know motor car engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddy in Grand Island. After one quarter, Cambridge 13, Axtell 9, Ord and Wayne tied at 6. Kearney Catholic leads Central City 12-5 on ESPN Radio. Here it's 12-7, last 15 seconds of the first quarter. Ravenna by 5 has the ball. Trying to play a little zone again with seven seconds. Fidelke, good ball. Fake gets to the free throw line. Bounce pass underneath. The shot is going to be blocked and taken away by Brooke Turek. And that will see a jump ball called. 
And that's a good thing because it points the way of Hemingford, and they're not going to be able to go the distance of the court with one second. So Ravenna will get the ball to start the second quarter. All Hemingford can do is throw it in. Turek tries to fire a three-quarter court, but it's well short. And after one of the C26 girls district final, the Ravenna Lady Jays 12 and the Hemingford Lady Bobcats 7 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Sutherland. Home of the Sailors, the C26 Girls District Championship game. And Ravenna used a 10-0 run midway through the first quarter to spot themselves, and they're up 12-7 with the ball to start the second quarter. Rebound to the first quarter, 8-6 in favor of Hemingford. A lot of turnovers, 8 for the Bobcats, 6 for the Blue Jays. 0 of 1 from downtown for Ravenna and for Hemingford as Fidelki drives. Jordan, short jumper but contested right side. No good. Ball ends up on the ground. How about another jump? This will belong to Hanson and Hemingford as she and McKenna Schmidt were tied up on the floor. Hemingford has four points from Natalie Gasling. She got the first four points of the game. Ravenna's got Jordan Fidelki and Nosiska with four each. And underneath, a short jumper for Hemingford is missed. Starting to feel the pressure. Rebound brought down. Everything seems to be a jump ball. Rebecca Nosiska got it. Hemingford got a hand on it. They call the tie-up. 7.35 to go here in the second quarter. 12-7. Ravenna, 18-7. Must win to get to state for the first time since 2009. Hemingford, a great chance at a wild card at 20-2. They lost the district final in volleyball. They're trying not to have it happen here. They were the favorite both times. And as Brooklyn Fidelki brings it to the block right side, it's stripped away by Brooke Turek. Seventh turnover for the Jays. To Gasling pulls up from 15 right corner. It rattles in and out. No good. Turek with the follow. She's fouled. Brooke Turek will go to the line to shoot a pair of free throws. That is the sixth team foul on Ravenna. Team fouls are even at six. Hemingford was one of three at the line of the first quarter, and Ravenna was two of four. The foul was on Brooklyn Fidelke. Her first free throw is up and short. No good. And for Hemingford, free throw shooting on the season, 58%. Second free throw up, and it is good. So Turek gets one of two. Her first point of the game. That makes it 12 to 8 in favor of Ravenna. Oh, and a double dribble. Yeah, they, they got it. I thought they were going to miss it. The one official next to uh, Migrol had actually just turned his head when they got across the half-court stripe and didn't see it. Back-to-back turnovers for Ravenna. Now the turnovers are even at eight apiece. 
And going for the steal, another foul call. This could come down to free throws as Rebecca Nosiska gets her second. So she has two, Ochtenberg has two. And at the line to shoot the one and one will be Emily Hansen. That is the seventh team foul, as we said, on Ravenna. For Hansen, a 57% free throw shooter on the season. And we've got some confusion about getting some subs in here. The Jays will have Ochtenberg along with McKenna Schmidt. Fidelke, it'll be Jordan, and both Migrals. And the free throw is up, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound tip, but grabbed by McKenna Schmidt. And here comes Migrel with a basketball. Megan down the middle of the floor, trying to go as far as she can. Stops at the top of the key, gives it off to Jordan Fidelke. Over to Ochtenberg. Evel with a left-hand dribble, brings it to the elbow, and gives it off to Migrel. It'll be handed to Megan. Megan takes a 15-footer, no good. And another foul going for the basketball. Now it's a little crazy how tight this game is being called, and it looks like it's going to be on Emma Ochtenberg. That is her third with 6.41 to go in the second. And Ochtenberg just picked up her third foul. And Hansen will come to the other end and try a one-and-one again. Free throw is on the way, and again it's no good. Schmidt will grab the rebound. Gives it off to Megrill, and Megan will push the ball up the floor. 12-8 again. It seems like we played a long time here, but we're only 90 seconds into the second quarter, and the scoring has been very sporadic, which would play into Ravenna's hands, actually. Coach Malsby knows that they didn't want to get into a game that Hemingford likes as Meagle drives and is put up way too strong from Hannah. The ball tipped around, and Turek will grab the rebound. Her fourth outlet pass. They want to run. Gasling shoots. No good. Offensive rebound. Put up too strong, and then another over-the-back foul on Ravenna. And Natalie Gasling will go to the line. Hemingford controlling the boards right now, taking care of the glass. And we'll go to the line again. This foul is on Madison Kuchera, her first. Hanson's going to check out right now for the Bobcats. Bring the younger Gasly in. And the free throw is on the way. They call it a one-on-one. It doesn't matter. It's up and good by Natalie Gasling. She had the first four points of the game. And that's her first point since then. Five of the nine here for the Bobcats. Second free throw now for Gasling. On the way, and it too is good. So six for Gasling. 12 to 10, Ravenna. As Jordan Fidelke brings it up. They push her to use the left hand here. She does. She gets up the floor, kicks it over to Fidelke. And up top, trying to make a steal. Another foul called. Faith Roebuck grabbed the wrist, trying to make the steal. It was close. If she gets the steal, she's gone for a layup. And as we had it right earlier, that is her third personal foul. So Roebuck has three for Hemingford. She is their leading scorer, and I'm not sure she's taken a shot yet. And for Ravenna, three on Ochtenberg. And now at the line to shoot the one-and-one for the Jays will be McKenna Schmidt. Ravenna looking for their first point of the second corner. It's up. It's too strong. The rebound comes out long. Brooke Turret gets her team-high fifth. And here we go. Over to Gasling across the timeline, right side, stops, dumps it on the wing to Anna Manning, who's in, dumps it underneath. The ball gets knocked away. People fall. It's on the floor. Ravenna has it. 
trying to slide it out of there, and they do. Nice job by Migral, and we are going to get a travel called on Ravenna. Noah Malsby not happy about that. He thought there might have been reason for a ticket to be issued down here on somebody, and then they end up traveling with a basketball. Three turnovers in the quarter for the Jays, none for Hemingford after committing eight in the first quarter. Turing with a left-hand dribble. Takes it all the way to the corner, kicks it back out of the wing to Caitlin Kump, who gives it back to Turek. Uses her dribble on the left side of the key. And now reaching in, putting her hand on a basketball, is Madison Kuchera, and they call a jump ball. It'll stay with Hemingford. And for the folks back home, that was not a jump ball. And it should have been Hemingford ball, no problem. Three-pointer at the top of the key on the way. They're calling it different than we see in our Luplat Conference and in our area. As the three-pointer, Hemingford, no good. Ball knocked away out of bounds off of Ravenna. Who's going to get something going here? No flow. No flow to this game yet. 12-10 Ravenna, 5-15 to go in the second quarter. Our tournament coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As they try to lob it into Gasling in the paint, Ravenna knows it's coming. They steal it away. Turnover number nine is Brooklyn Fidelke. Stepped in to make it. Fidelke fakes the three. Drives right baseline into the double team. Back out to Jordan. Right elbow. Makes the 180 turn. Fires it off the glass. No good. Another jump ball as they fall to the floor with it. Simultaneous possession that time for McKenna Schmidt and Natalie Gasling. The arrow points the way of Ravenna. In desperate need of a bucket. They force it into the paint and get the foul called. Schmidt's going to go to the line. Two free throws here for McKenna Schmidt. The foul is on number 11, Anna Manning, her first. 17 fouls called in the first 11 minutes of our game. Free throw by Schmidt is up, and it is in. First point for McKenna, first point of the second quarter for the Jays. Halftime score in Class B, Hastings 26, and Holdridge 24. Second free throw now coming up. Takes her time. Puts it up, and it is good. So Schmidt hits them both. And Ravenna up now 14-10 in a tightly contested, low-scoring district final here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and online at flatriverpreps.com. Three-pointer off the mark. Turek looks at the official and said, didn't I get fouled? It goes out of bounds, and they're going to give it to Ravenna. So Hemingford must have tried to grab the rebound or the loose ball down there after it was blocked. And so here come the Blue Jays up four. Whatever it takes to get to Lincoln. Migral, 18 foot in the left corner. It's no good that time from Hannah. And the rebound brought down by Lauren Gasling. Gets it to Turek. Works across the timeline. Couple of dribbles. Now lobs it inside. Migral's there. Ooh, she fell down with the basketball trying to make the steal. And maybe a little injury here to Hannah Meagrel. She has that big, huge knee brace. And when she got in there to the passing lane, her left foot without the brace gave out. She did the splits in there. And now she is down on the floor, and they're going to have to take a look at Hannah Meagrel, uh, whether it's the knee or something else. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. 420 to go here in the first half. Ravenna 14, Hemingford 10. We'll be right back. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. Well, the way they're leaving the floor is not good for Hannah Meagrel. They are carrying her to the locker room. So, one of those things where you hoped it wasn't as bad as it... I mean, it didn't look bad. But when you have something give out and go to the floor like that, you just never know. So, we're ready to get back to action here. And it will be out of the uh, time, out of the injury timeout to Meagrel. Hemingford ball underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it out top to Lauren Gasling. Back to Lauren for the three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound grabbed by Meagrel. Of course, this will be Megan now. Megan pushes it up the floor. Left wing all by her lonesome. All the other Jays are on the right side. So they rotate it over there to Fidelke. Jordan up top to Meagrel over to Brooklyn. They've done a good job at limiting the outside shots for the Blue Jays. Only one three-pointer has been attempted. Here's the second one, and it is going to be a two-pointer, they say. Toe on the line for Brooklyn Fidelke with the 19-footer good. Brooklyn's first bucket of the ball game, and Ravenna back up by six, equaling their largest lead. 16-10 at the other end. The ball knocked away. A fight for it. We get another jump. The arrow points the way of Hemingford. Hemingford brings their big post, Emily Hansen, out a lot when they're trying to break the press. And they have really got into a uh, couple of situations where the guards of uh, Ravenna are going to eat her up when she has the basketball. Let's see if the Cats can change that up in the second half. Limited to 10 points. There's the back cut again for Kelly Horseman, who has checked in, but they overthrow her. And Hemingford is just deflated right now. There's no energy there. They don't understand why the things that have been working aren't working tonight. A team that averages 60 has 10 with three and a half to go in the second quarter of play. Meagrel with the basketball left wing. Back up top to Fidelke. Jordan bounce pass to Brooklyn. There's a three. And it's off the heel. No good. Long rebound comes out to Kelly Horseman. And off to the races. Slowly. Slow racing here for the Bobcats. Turek. Looked down the floor, but there was nothing there. She continues her dribble. She'll take an off-balance jumper from 10. It's no good. Rebound brought down, and Hanson's over the back. Megan Meagrel with her third rebound. Emily Hanson with her second foul. Meagrel will walk to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. More scores for you at the half. Cambridge 23, Axtell 21 after one. It was a Juanita Palisade leading Wilcox-Hildreth 10-5, but now it's 22-14 Wilcox-Hildreth over Juanita Palisade at the half. And the free throw is up and in by Megan Meagrel, her first point. She'll get a second and now a seven-point lead for Ravenna. The second one rattled in and out, no good. The rebound brought down by Natalie Gassling, her fifth. 
And Hemingford's got to find a way to get some points. Gasling from the corner, 14-footer, no good. Ball swatted out of bounds. Punched out of there by Ravenna. Three points in the quarter for Hemingford. And they're all free throws. They'll lob it up top on the inbounds, 4-3. Gasling, no good. Rebound grabbed by Brooklyn Fidelke. Outlet pass to Schmidt. It's one-on-one at the other end. Schmidt's going to take it in with a left hand. It's blocked and taken away by Brooke Turek. Turek throws a violent elbow. I'm glad she didn't catch Schmidt with that or she'd have knocked her out. But she clears space, brings it up. Gasling beat him back. She got fouled. Her shot is in and out. No good. Two free throws coming up for Natalie Gasling. And that is exactly... What Ravenna has scouted, they get back, they cover her this time. Hemingford beat him up the floor, and Brooklyn Fidelke with her second foul. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. First half stats, all the scores that we can give you. Update on the boys' districts and more. Second time at the line. Gasling puts it up and in. Seven points now for Natalie of the 11. Second free throw now for Gasling and the Bobcats. On the way, and it rattles in and out. No good. Ball hits the floor. McKenna Schmidt picks it up. Schmidt's going to see some extra playing time, it would appear, with Migrel injured and Ochtenberg in foul trouble. So Megan Migrel with a basketball. That 1-3-1 zone shoving him farther out to Fidelke. Deep left-hand corner. Takes a couple of dribbles. Looking, looking. Kuchera's in there. Skips it over to Migrel on the right block. One dribble. Nowhere to go. Kicks it out to Fidelke. Can't get the three away. Jordan to Brooklyn. Back up top they go. Two minutes to go here in the first half. 17-11, Ravenna. C26 girls, district championship. Long three, Fidelke. Jordan off the iron, and it went to McKenna Schmidt, and a foul going to be called on the rebound. And it looks like this one is going to go against the Jays. Neither team has made a three yet. Ravenna's shot three. Hemingford has shot four. And depth might be an issue. That is the 20 20th foul of the game, and we still have two minutes to go in the first half, usually the lighter of the two halves. Madison Kuchera with the foul, one and one coming up for Caitlin Kump, but it was two, two-shot foul because that was in the double bonus. She missed it. At the half, Hastings St. Cecilia leads Superior in C2, 25-17, and Carney Catholic leads Central City 28-9. Ord leads Wayne 13-8 at the half. Second free throw, no good. Brooklyn Fidelke gets the long rebound. Across the timeline to Jordan. In front of the bench of the Hemingford Bobcats. Rotates at weak side. Back to Brooklyn. Up top, Jordan playing catch. Brooklyn, three-pointer off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound is grabbed by Natalie Gasling, her sixth. And that tough shooting continues here for the Ravenna Lady Jays. Across the timeline with it, the Bobcats. Back cut, Gasling's there again. Missed the layup, got it back, though, and scored. Natalie Gasling gets the offensive putback of her own miss. She's got nine of the team's 13 points, and she's got seven rebounds. 17-13, Blue Jays with the lead. Minute five to go over to Migro. Weak side, takes it into the paint, kicks it back out. It goes through the hands of Kuchera. She tracks it down at midcourt. Makes the bounce pass, and we get a foul on that bounce pass that ends up sending Meagle to the ground. They saw that Kuchera was in trouble, so they knew where she was going to pass it, and they couldn't help but grab one of the offensive players for the Blue Jays. Brooke Gallus, her first personal foul, and two free throws coming up for Megan Meagle. 
Megan takes a couple of dribbles, fires it up, in and out. No good. Negro now one of three at the line. 57 seconds remaining here in the first half. 17-13 Ravenna. Second free throw, Migro. Good. All net for Megan. 18-13 Ravenna. It seems like every point is quadrupled in value as low scoring as this game is. 50 seconds to go before halftime. Getting free in the right-hand corner is Brooke Turek. Gives it off to Kelly Horseman. Horseman takes the shot, and Horseman hits it. That's the fr- first field goal outside of Gasling here in the second quarter. 18-15. Will Ravenna hold for one. 35 seconds to go, and they throw it away. Out top of the zone, not defended, just not really anticipating the pass. And turnover number 10, and if the Bobcats hit their first three of the game, they could tie it going into the halftime locker room. It was 17-10, now it's 18-15, and they've got the ball. Pick and roll, Gasling in the paint, has room. Six-footer, missed it again. Out of bounds off of... (laughs) It went out of bounds off Ravenna, but they called it off Hemingford, a break here for the Jays, and Gasling's missed three or four bunnies underneath. And so now Ravenna gets one more chance at the last shot. 15 seconds to go. Across the timeline with it, Brooklyn Fidelki to Jordan. Back to Brooklyn with nine. Up top to Migro. Overload right side, so they go left side. 17-footer, Jordan Fidelki, no good. Rebound brought down by the Bobcats. Turek will baseball it to the other end, and that is the end of the first half of play. Not a lot of scoring. Minimal streakiness here. And your score... 18-15 in favor of Ravenna. It doesn't matter how. It just matters if you advance on. And the Jays, the underdog here tonight, lead Hemingford by three at the half. Coming up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Ravenna, Wood River, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Young people are the future of agriculture. The Aurora Cooperative is helping to secure that future by offering scholarships to students enrolling in ag-related college majors for the 2016-2017 school year. Graduating seniors as well as current college students qualify. A total of 10 $500 scholarships and five $1,000 scholarships will be awarded. You can find more information and the application at auroracoop.com or inquire with your guidance counselor. Deadline for application is March 11th. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Great fielding and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Carney, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Welcome back to Sutherland High School, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime, girls, C26 district championship game. 
Both teams had to travel a little ways. And I guess, uh, I don't know how they determine it. Uh, they talk it over, but it was a farther trip for Hemingford here to Sutherland than it was for Ravenna. But Ravenna out of this far west district one more time, and they lead the 20-2 Bobcats at the half by a score of 18-15, to despite scoring just six points there in the second quarter. Only one field goal in the second quarter for Ravenna, only two for Hemingford, and maybe a major injury to Hannah Megrill who was taken off the floor with about two minutes to go here in the first half. Again, repeating some of the scores that we had for you at the half. Cambridge led Axtell 23-21. Wilcox-Hildreth led Juanita Palisade 22-14. Kennesaw leads Elm Creek 24-17 at the half. St. Cecilia leads Superior 25-17 at the half. That's on 1230 KHAS and on ESPN 1460. It is Kearney Catholic leading Central City by a score of 28-9 to at the half. Those games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ord led Wayne 13-8 to at the half. And they're into the uh, second half. Hastings was leading Aurora at last check by two. Don't forget there's plenty of other basketball action coming your way here in the next few days. Tomorrow on ESPN Radio, the Kearney High boys will host Omaha Northwest in the A7 semifinals. Tip-off is set for... 5 o'clock on ESPN Radio. If they win that, it'll be Tuesday, most likely at Omaha Central. Originally, that was published that the final would be Monday, but they will have that Tuesday at Omaha Central. Also tomorrow, the State High School Wrestling Duels at UNK, and we've got you covered. Classes B and C quarterfinals are at 9. Classes A and D are at 10.30, and you'll hear those rounds live on ESPN 14.60 and 15.50. Then we'll give you reports on the consolation rounds on both of our stations. The semifinals at 3 and the finals at 7 will be right here on Classic Hits. And, of course, Kearney and Grand Island and Adams Central and Central City and Broken Bow and Amherst and Sutton and Franklin among the area teams that will be competing tomorrow, the 32 that are on hand. Again, your halftime score, 18-15 Ravenna. We'll look at the numbers right after this. Working with Melanie is like being with family. You know everyone that you work with. Um, you know a little bit about them, you know about their family. It's just a natural thing. That's the strength of Morrison Cancer Center and Mary Lanning Hospital, the diversity. Because you're pulling talents from different parts of the world. We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patient can have the best treatment near home. We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths. Cancer patients are amazing. It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend, as well as their doctor. Mary Lining Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Well, the Ravenna Blue Jay Band uh, sounding great here tonight. Credit to the Jays for hitting the road of the bus and uh, playing tonight. Great job of the Jay Pep Band as the Ravenna Lady Jays lead it at half, 18-15. Here are your numbers unofficially for Hemingford. We have Brooke Gallus with one rebound. Caitlin Kumpf, two points, one rebound. Kelly Horseman, two points and a rebound. Brooke Turek, one point, six rebounds, two blocks. Faith Roebuck. 
Had some foul trouble. One rebound, no points for the team's leading scorer. Lauren Gasling, 1.1 rebound, and Natalie Gasling leads the way for the Bobcats. Nine points, seven rebounds. Emily Hansen, three rebounds. Eight rebounds in the first quarter, 13 in the second. Free throw shooting, not good for the Bobcats. One of three in the first half, four of 12 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 0 of 1 in the first, 0 of 3 in the second. Turnovers, 8 in the first, cut it down to 2 in the second. Foul situation, Roebuck has 3, Hansen has 2. 7 points in the first quarter, 8 in the second at the half. Hemingford, 15 points, 21 rebounds, 5 of 15 at the free throw line, 0 of 4 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, and 10 turnovers. We'll look at the numbers for Ravenna right after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your numbers for the Lady Jays. Jordan Fidelke, four points, one rebound. Brooklyn Fidelke has two points, three rebounds. Rebecca Nosiska, four points, four rebounds. Megan Meagrel, two points, three rebounds, and a block. Hannah Meagrel, two points. Madison Cuchero, one rebound. McKenna Schmidt, two points, five rebounds. And Emma Ochtenberg, two points, and a block shot. Six rebounds in the first quarter, 11 in the second. Free throw shooting, two of four in the first, four of seven in the second. Three-point shooting identical to Hemingford, 0 of one in the first and 0 of three in the second. Turnover, six in the first quarter, four in the second. Foul situation for Ravenna. Ochtenberg with three, two apiece on Kuchera, Nosiska, and Brooklyn Fidelke. 12 points in the first quarter, six in the second. At the half, the Jays have 18 points, 17 rebounds, six out of 11 at the free throw line, 0 of four from three-point land, two blocks, and 10 turnovers. And at the half, ninth-ranked 18 and 7 Ravenna leads fourth-ranked 20-2 Hemingford, 18-15. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. 
turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. With our producer-engineer, Kit Keeler, I'm Doug Tudor, ready to get the second half underway. As Ravenna leads at 18-15, now our status and injury report on Hannah Meagrel is that she is questionable to return. She didn't come out and shoot, but she is standing at the end of the bench, so nothing serious it doesn't look like. Now we'll have to see if she gets back in, and Ravenna will immediately turn it over. They didn't handle a couple of passes here, and it's picked up by Natalie Gasling. So 18-15, any kind of an offensive run will make a huge difference in this ballgame. Just a couple of buckets back-to-back changes the complexion of things. Faith Roebuck looking for her first points, tries to bounce it inside, and will the game be called as tight as it was in the first half? Well, the ball gets knocked away, and a foul called here on the Jays. And who gets the fouls will be of equal importance. Hemingford scored the first four points, and then Ravenna was able to get it out to a seven-point lead at 17-10. And the foul is on Nosiska. That is her third. Hemingford will get it into Turek. She'll back into the right corner, try to lob it into Gasling. Tipped away, but grabbed by Kumpf. Kick it out on the wing. 15-footer, no good by Roebuck. Rebound brought down by Nosiska. Rebecca outlet pass to Fidelke. She'll drive, left-handed layup, rolls off the rim, no good. Natalie Gasling with her eighth rebound here. Gets it to Turek, right back to Gasling. Three-pointer pull-up transition off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound to Nosiska, back-to-back rebounds. And then her outlet pass is picked off. Here comes Turek. She'll drive, switch hands, baseline, little playground shot, won't go in. Blue Jays got it defended. Noziska, another rebound. And now the Jays probably will slow it up a little bit, try and get a shot here instead of turning it over. Fidelke sisters playing catch on the right side of the key. High post is Ochtenberg. Weak side is Meagrel. And a bounce pass underneath for an easy layup. Rebecca Noziska. They were looking at the dribble penetration and nodded who was on the backside. And the Jays are up by five. 20 to 15, six and a half to go. We are in the third quarter. Here on Classic Hits, Turek dribbles to the right side. Now crossover on Meagrel. Couldn't get the steal. She's now trapped in the paint. Kicks it out to Hanson. Right back to Turek. Forces the jumper. Looking for the foul. No good, but the rebound put back up and in by Faith Roebuck. The leading scorer gets her first bucket of the ball game here as the Jays hustle up the floor. Pull up three. Fidelke fires. Brooklyn almost banked it in from the corner. No good. Rebound, though. Run down by Megan Meagrel. Another chance here for the Jays. And a foul called on an off-balance shot by Jordan Fidelke. will send her to the line to shoot two. So tough to get a good-looking shot in there that both of the teams are resorting to running one-handers, and those aren't going in either. The foul called on Emily Hansen, her third. And the free throw by Jordan Fidelke is off the mark. So both teams 50% and below from the line. So it's not just from the field, it's from the free throw line. 20-17, to 17, Ravenna. Second free throw down for Jordan Fidelke. She's 2-4 of four at the moment. And she's 3-5 of five as it's up and in. Five points now for Fidelke. 21-17, Ravenna. Leads it here by four. Another score update for you in just a moment as Hemingford brings it into the front court. Ord, 22, Wayne 15 after three. And trying to step in and get a steal, Megan Meagrel, and she's called for the foul. Her second. And it takes away a little bit from the aggressiveness of Ravenna. Hurts them a little more because they're more aggressive, more of a defensive team than the Bobcats are, although Hemingford's look pretty good there. 
Again, a team that averages 60 points a game. So far, only 17. Turek from 18 feet, no good. And the ball is going to end up going out of bounds. Fidelke decided to just let it go. Nobody else was in the area. And the Blue Jays will pick up the basketball. Again, Nosiska has six points. She is Ravenna's leading scorer. Natalie Gasling has nine of the 17 to lead the Bobcats. Hemingford stretches that 1-3-1 one, one zone. Here's Meagrel, open look at a three, still short, no good. Rebound comes out long, saved there by Ochtenberg. Tips it out, another jumper from the wing by Fidelki, no good. Rebound brought down by Gasling. She's one point and one board away from the double-double. Nine points, nine rebounds for Gasling. Overload right side. Ravenna forces him to the left and a touch foul called on the Ravenna Blue Jays. Jordan Fidelki out around the top of the key gets her first foul. Third team foul. And the Bobcats will take it out in front of the wrench. Turek will do so and gets it into Roebuck. Faith finally got her first bucket a couple of moments ago, but again, it's the only bucket of the half so far for Hemingford. Starting to drive Gasling, backs out, cut off by Ochtenberg, dropped it, needs some help, forces it down the baseline, and another jump ball. The arrow points the way of Hemingford. And to throw it in Turek. Everybody's at the free throw line. They'll lob it up for a fake three to Turek. She'll take the three. It's short, no good. Rebound brought down by Noziska. She's already got four in the quarter and now eight in the game to lead the Jays. Fidelke's playing catch again. Brooklyn to Jordan now on the right wing. She's the only Jay over there. They try to trap her. She'll throw over the top to Meagrel out between the circles. 21-17, Ravenna. Four and a half to go third quarter. Meagrel dribbles into the... Zone defense doesn't like what she sees. Out to Fidelki. Jordan, right side of the key. Dribbles it, and a lot of shots too strong. Offensive rebound, Noziska, and she's fouled. I'll tell you what, right now, we can give you our Usera Care moment of the game for this moment. Brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. The second foul on Brooke Turek. And the first of the two free throws is up and in by Nosiska. Again, the only senior starter is Ochtenberg for the Jays, so still a fairly young team. But, boy, Rebecca has come out on a mission here to start the second half, and she is just windexing everything, cleaning the glass. Second free throw too strong. She got one of two, and then Hemingford lazily tried to go with a one-hand rebound, and it goes out of bounds off of them. And I'm still trying to figure out this Bobcat team a little bit. This is not the team I'm sure the fans are used to seeing as Ochtenberg gets it inside and gets fouled again. Lauren Gasling went for the block, gets her second foul. And Ochtenberg and Noziska playing one and two. Noziska will go to the line. Seven points for Rebecca. And Noziska with all those rebounds, nine so far in the game, and five in less than four minutes here in the third quarter. So Rebecca Noziska puts it up and in. She's got four of the team's five points here in this quarter. Eight points, nine boards, and the second free throw. Too strong again, and then it's going to be tapped out of bounds. Meagrel tried to tap it to herself, and now back into the ball game. Here comes Hannah Meagrel. So they carried her off the floor, worried if she had re-injured that right knee that is fully braced. She's back in with 4.07 to go here in the third quarter. 23-17, Ravenna. Hemingford crossover, Turek pushes off on Meagrel, and they'll call it. They'll call it. Good call. Negro went backwards. Sometimes you just get the wrong momentum when you're bouncing and you're trying to guard with that off arm. 
And an offensive foul on Brooke Turek will be her third, and Hemingford will call timeout. This is the worst their offense has struggled all year. 3.59 to go in the third quarter. It's a low-scoring one. Ravenna 23, Hemingford 17. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Back to action here. Ravenno try a three. Meagrel is off the mark from the left wing. No good. We're going to get a jump ball on the rebound. Tied up there is Horstman for Hemingford. And that time it was Uchtenberg for Ravenna. And they'll get possession of the basketball. We're almost out of boxes to check out here in our book. The inbounds tipped away, but Uchtenberg ran it down. Four players on her to Meagrel. Then her knee gives out. Uh-oh, that's not good. They will stop play. And she's going to be done. She's going to be done. Hannah Meagrel tried to cut on it, and it gave out, and that's going to be it. She'll get up and walk off the floor, but she only played 30 seconds here in the third quarter. And Meagrel, that looks, you know how it is when you got an ACL, MCL. You can go back, you can go straight, but when you try to cut side to side, she wanted to come back in, and that might be it for her season. If they advance past tonight, our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. Ravenna Ball leading it by six. Ochtenberg dribbles into a triple team in this zone. Over to Fidelke. She'll come baseline, switch hands, off the glass too strong. Got her own rebound, and Jordan gets out of there. Rotated over to Meagrel. Hannah, top of the circle. Megan, excuse me. Megan gives it over to Fidelke. Jordan. Dribbles into the zone. Bounce pass. There's a nice one to Nosiska. Puts it up no good. And then she's over the back trying to get her own rebound. And that's the fourth on Rebecca. So the being aggressive is great. But she's picked up fouls three and four here in the third quarter. And there is still three minutes to go. So you're down a Migral. Nosiska has four fouls. Ochtenberg has three. 3-0-2 to go here in the third quarter. 23-17 in favor of Ravenna. Kearney Catholic leads Central City 42-14. St. Cecilia over Superior 40-17 after three. Again, a drive. Trying to lob it underneath the gasoline. Can't catch it. Out of bounds it goes. First turnover for Hemingford. Other scores. Wilcox Hildreth trails 27-26 to Juanita Palisade after three. Hastings 36, Aurora 31 after three quarters of play. Against the press, Ravetta breaks it and then making the extra pass. They drop it out of bounds. So 13 turnovers on Ravenna. Coach Malsby intense on the sideline over there. Cambridge 27, Axtell 26 in a very low-scoring third quarter. Axtell outscored Cambridge 5-4. At the other end, Turek drives. Turek gets in there, and Brooke finally gets her first bucket of the ball game and just the second bucket of the quarter here for the 
Hemming Ford Bobcats trailing 23-19. Jays with the ball, 2-15. Fidelke open, runner down the middle of the lane. It's stuck on the heel, no good. A good-looking shot, wouldn't go. And Turek will pull down her seventh rebound. Up the floor she comes, looks for the run out. Now behind the back, pulls up in the paint, takes the jumper short, got her own rebound, has room, six-foot put back, good. Nice job there by Turek in back-to-back buckets. And a Blue Jay basketball. Two on three, kick it out to Fidelke. Can't get the three to Ochtenberg. To the trailer, Jordan Fidelke. Left-hand dribble, kicks it back out to Migrel and a timeout. Ravenna will use their second of the ball again. Good timeout here by Coach Malsby. Very rarely have we had back-to-back possessions with buckets by either team, but Hemingford just did it with point guard Brooke Turek. 1.43 remains in the third quarter of play of the C26 District Championship game. It is Ravenna 23, Hemingford 21. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Ravenna basketball out of the timeout, trying to find some offense. Up two. What will happen if Hemingford finds a way to take the lead? They've scored four straight. They haven't led since they were up 4-0 to start the game. Then Ravenna scored 10 in a row. Here is Ochtenberg with the dribble right side, back out to Megrel. She comes into the paint, has room, but doesn't shoot it, and travels with the basketball. Had an open nine-footer and decided to kick it out. Four turnovers in the corner, 14 in the game for Ravenna. You're listening to Classic Hits 98.9 KKPR-FM. Carney, Ravenna, Rockville, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. One minute to go in the third. Hemingford can tie or take the lead with a three. They haven't made one yet, but Turek will shoot it. Off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound to the Jays. Underneath with it is Fidelke. She's being pestered back there. May need some help. Good defense by Brooke Gallus. Finally, long pass up to Schmidt. She gets hooked up with a foul called. Natalie Gasling with her second. Fifth foul on Hemingford. And into the game will be Lauren, or Faith Roebuck. Roebuck is in there along with Gallus, Kump, Gasling, and Turek. And Ravenna has the ball at a two-point lead, but again, they've been on 23 forever. Ochtenberg against the zone. Skip pass over to Meager, but she's not looking to shoot at all. Not even looking, so they don't have to guard her, it would seem like. Ochtenberg left corner. Schmidt standing in the paint, trying to get the ball to her. Now they go backside to Fidelke, and Turek steps in the passing lane and comes up with another steal. 25 seconds to go in the third quarter. Turek calling out the play, which should be the final offensive attempt here of the quarter for Hemingford. And Turek wants to go all the way, runs over the defender, and they'll get the blocking foul on Ochtenberg, and that's her fourth. She'd hung out all quarter. Minimal contact with two free throws coming up. So Ochtenberg has four. Nozicka has four. 
and Hannah Megrell is out with an injury. And they play eight girls. At the line, Brooke Turek. She's one of two, has five points, still has five as the free throw is no good. That's the first free throw of the second half for Hemingford. They are five of 16 at the line. Ravenna, three of six this quarter, nine of 17 in the game. Second free throw, Turek. It's the front of the rim. It rolls off no good. Rebound brought down by Meagrel, 12 seconds, and then she dribbled it out of bounds. And Ravenna has been bitten by the turnover bug. The Bobcats with 10 seconds to throw it in underneath their own hoop. Underneath Gasling, wide open, fouled. Wide open. They stuck everybody at the free throw line. Ravenna anticipated fighting through the screen for the three-pointer, and Gasling just came off the right edge and said, thank you very much, and Schmidt shoved her in the back. So she'll make her earn it at the line. First foul on Schmidt. Gasling is three of six tonight. And the first one hits the front of the rim. I'll tell you what, a 56% free throw shooting team, and they're not close to that right now. Nine seconds to go in the quarter. Second free throw for Gasling on the way, and it is rolling off the rim no good. And then we get another jump ball, although Gallus was over the back that time of Migral. So they missed them both. And the arrow points the way of Hemingford. They'll get a third chance. Seven seconds to go. Turek backside. Gasling. They call another foul. Six seconds to go. And if Hemingford doesn't score here, you can't give them more opportunities. It's the second foul on Schmidt. And Gasling goes right back to the line. This time, the free throw is off the front of the rim. No good. My goodness. Five free throws missed in the last 10 seconds. Second free throw now by Gasling. It's up, and it's short. Rebound brought down by Kuchera to Fidelki. Has time. Brings it up the floor. Double team. Throws up an off-balance shot and hit it. There were four Bobcats. She just threw a mini hook from 12 feet, and it was all net. Whatever it takes. Brooklyn Fidelki gives Ravenna a little momentum going into the fourth. Eight minutes away from a free ticket to Lincoln. It's Ravenna 25, Hemingford 21 here on Classic Hits. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Flashback Neighborhood Grill in Ravenna is proud to support the Blue Jays. Come into Flashbacks for a taste of history. While you are enjoying a great home-cooked meal, flashback to the past in this wonderful setting of the original tin ceiling, bared brick walls, and decorated with history for Ravenna. Read newspaper clippings from years past from sports to town events. It's all at Flashbacks, and the grill is open late for home games, so stop in tonight. Flashbacks Bar and Grill in Ravenna. The fewest points that Hemingford has scored all year, 44 against 18-4 C1 Shadron, beat them, 44 against 19-6 Mitchell, beat them. They have 21 points entering the fourth quarter, and Ravenna will have the basketball. And Migro will take the shot from the left wing from 10, no good rebound. Ochtenberg kicks it out, Fidelki passed on the three. Jordan will go to Brooklyn, up by four. Brooklyn ball fake. 
Throws it back out top to Migral. Left corner, Fidelki. Dribbles into the zone, back up top, open three. Brooklyn fires, too strong, no good. Nobody has made a three yet. Rebound to Roebuck. Roebuck, outlet pass, attacking Turek. Missed the layup, offensive rebound back up and in by Roebuck. Her second bucket of the basketball game, 25-23, Ravenna. 7.20 to go in the game. Fidelki, another three. Another one that is no good. Another offensive rebound by Ochtenberg. Another three, Fidelki. Another miss, and now a foul over the back. It's on Nosiska, and she has just fouled out of the basketball game. Ravenna didn't think there was any contact. Noah Malsby in between. you got to be careful not to get a tee, but you also have to get your point across. And you can hear that the Ravenna faithful are not happy. Eight points, nine rebounds for Rebecca Nosiska. She'll foul out with 7.08 to go in the game, and we are in the bonus. One and one for Turek. The free throw is good. Hemingford comes into the fourth quarter, 5 of 21 at the free throw line. They hit the free throw. Turek earns the bonus, and they could tie it. This would be the first tie since it was 2-2, or 4-2. Second free throw, good. And we are tied at 25 all with seven minutes to go in a game. Long pass over the pressure. They've got a two-on-one, Migral and Schmidt, but decides to kick it out to Ochtenberg. Both of the Fidelkis on the floor. Bounce pass on the cut. Migral falls down. Can she get a timeout? They're going to get a timeout before the jump. Good call. Officials work there. A timeout on the floor for Ravenna. They will have two remaining. 6.53 to go in the basketball game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC tied at 25 on Classic Hits. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. Postseason basketball brought to you by Glenwood Telephone, helping to make Hastings a one-gig city. Right now, Ravenna trying to keep possession. They have not trailed since very early in the game, but we're tied. Ochtenberg dribbles left baseline around two defenders. Layup good. Good dribble penetration by Eva, her second basket of the ball game. Ravenna back on top, 27-25 into the front cut. Roebuck. Roback back to Turek. Turek dribbles it off her foot, but was able to regain it before it got to the bench. Now underneath, reverse layup is on the way. No good by Kumpf. Offensive rebound back up, and again it's no good by Gasling. And the rebound comes down to Schmidt. My, oh, my, has Hemingford missed some easy ones. Fast break the other way. Meagrel missed one at her end, so both teams are missing them. The pressure starting to mount. Turek grabs her ninth rebound, and up the floor she'll come to Roebuck. Inside, little contact. Turek's able to grab it, fire it to the cutter in the paint. Beautiful shot. Kumpf missed another one. Offensive rebound, Gasling, and a foul on Ravenna. Every foul is free throws the rest of the way. And Natalie Gasling, 0 of 4 last quarter from the line. She is 3 of 10 in the game. Has 9 points and 11 rebounds. She'll shoot 2 here. It was the third foul on Brooklyn Fidelke. 
Free throw is up, and it is good. 27-26, Ravenna. Don't forget when the game is over, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. All of the final stats. We'll talk with Coach Malsby, give you score updates. As they are rolling in, got a lot of games that are coming right down to the wire. Again, don't forget we're back west on Monday. The Amherst boys taking on Bridgeport at Mid Plains Community College Monday night at North Platte. Tip at 7.30 Monday. Second free throw, Gasling. It's good. So when the pressure is on, Hemingford is making them 4-4 here in the quarter. We're tied at 27. And up the floor with it is Megan Megro. Over to Ochtenberg. Fidelke into the corner. Jordan to Brooklyn. Back up top, Jordan trying to spread the floor here against what has been a 1-3-1 zone most of the night here for the Bobcats. Trying to keep an eye on the paint, but here's Migro from the right elbow. It's setting on the rim. It will not go. Rebound brought down by Roebuck, and a chance for Hemingford to take their first lead since the first quarter. Roebuck keeps the dribble into the corner to Gasling. Three-point range back underneath Roebuck. Makes some room. Tries to take a shot. It's blocked out of bounds by Jordan Fidelke. Jordan just held her ground, didn't move her hands, and they did not call the foul. So Hemingford to throw it in again. Again, everybody at the free throw line. Turek to throw it in. Tied at 27. They'll dump it left corner. Roebuck has it, has to get out of there with it, brings it to the wing. To Gasling, left side of the key. Trying to find a screen here. It doesn't work by Emily Hansen. Swing it to Turek. Now down to Hansen. She's double teamed. She'll have to come out the corner just to control the basketball. Ravenna's still playing real tight defense. Now they're letting them bang off each other a little bit more. And the Bobcats need to settle it down, reset the offense here. So Turek does. Starts the dribble, jump stop, eight-foot runner, no good. Offensive rebound, Castling. She hit the rim on the way back up. Rebound brought down by Megan Meagrel, and off to the races goes Ravenna. Layup missed. Follow, missed. Fight for it, foul. You would think that that basketball was made of concrete the way that is bouncing off the rim here tonight. And an over-the-back foul going to be called on Hemingford's Caitlin Kump. Her first sixth team foul, so the Blue Jays will throw it in. And they'll lob it all the way out to Migro, back to Fidelke. Jordan, couple of dribbles into the paint, back out Migro, fakes the jumper, drives, draws contact, throws it high off the glass, no good. And the rebound is grabbed by Hemingford, and they dribble it off their foot out of bounds. Natalie Gasling got the board. She headed up the floor. Her teammate, Roebuck, crossed in front of her, and she dribbled off her leg for turnover number 12. Eight of those were in the first quarter. Off the inbound, a three. In and out, no good for Jordan Fidelke. Brooklyn is able to grab the offensive rebound. Jordan tries again. Again, it is no good. And we're going to get a foul on the rebound. The up official calls a foul underneath, and it's going to go against Ravenna. Looks like McKenna Schmidt will get her third. That is the 10th foul already on Ravenna. They had the double bonus early on both sides. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here called by Hemingford. Each team will have two remaining. 4.27 to go in the ball game. We're tied at 27. Hemingford will get two free throws when we come back. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. 
lot of games have already gone final in our area, but none of them as close as this one. Brooke Turek at the line to shoot two to give Hemingford their first lead since the first quarter. No good. 4.27 to go in our game. Ravenna and Hemingford, 27 all. By far the lowest output for the Bobcats all year long. Second free throw now. Turek up and in, and they have grabbed their first lead since midway through the first quarter. 28-27 in favor of Hemingford. 4.20 to go. Who's got the gas in the tank? Ravenna, injuries and fouls have really hurt their depth. Fidelke up top. How about 0 of 5 from three-point land in the quarter? 0 of 12 in the game for the Blue Jays. 0 of 7 for Hemingford. Blue Jay basketball between the circles. Fidelke drives. One-hand runner. That's not a shot. It's just a throw up there. No good. The rebound brought down by Emily Hansen. And they aren't rolling in. Ravenna, two points so far in the quarter. And now the ball and the lead for Hemingford. 20-2, trying to earn the district championship. And they try to throw it inside. Well defended. Ball knocked away. Brooklyn Fidelke. Ravenna wants to go with the run out, but they're just not hitting their spots. They got two on one at the other end, but aren't getting it there. Brooklyn Fidelke to the elbow. Schmidt dropped it, and Ravenna turns it right back over. Their first turnover of the fourth quarter, but 17 of the game. Hemingford, three turnovers in the quarter, 13 of the game. And Turek brings it up with a right-hand dribble over on the right wing, guarded there by Fidelke. Jordan makes her give it up top to Kump. Top of the key to Gasling. Their leading score tonight to Turek. Trying to run screens. A lot of screens. There's a three-pointer on the way and in. Out of nowhere, Faith Roebuck hits the first three of the game for either team, and it's 31-27. Hemingford by four with three minutes to go. It's their biggest lead. Blue Jays with the ball. Same problem they've had most of the second half of the year, scoring. Can they save it for the final three minutes? Here's a jumper, Brooklyn Fidelke. It's good. Brooklyn knocks down the 13-footer from the left wing. 31-29, Hemingford, 2.40 to go. Turek, they put a little pressure on her, so she throws it up ahead to Castling. Natalie brings it across the timeline. Ochtenberg on her, has to be careful with four fouls. Up top to Hansen. Hansen, Emily, tries to hand it off. It's stolen away. Stolen away, Migral, ahead of the pack. The layup, tie game. Big steal and bucket by Megan Migrel, and it's 31 all with 2.15 to go. Huge steal for Migrel. And now a timeout going to be called by Hemingford. They will have one remaining as coach Steve Moreva wants to come up with a play. They had the lead by four, and now back-to-back buckets for the Jays. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 2.09 to go in the district final. Ravenna and Hemingford tied at 31. You know motor car engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddie in Grand Island. Postseason basketball brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters at Hastings and Sutton. 2.09 to go in the game. Hemingford has the ball tied at 31 with Ravenna. They are in overtime between Axtell and Cambridge. Axtell and Cambridge going to overtime. Juanita Palisade has beaten Wilcox Hildreth tonight 32-30. 
Hastings over Aurora, 50-42. Ord beats Wayne, 36-25. Hastings over Aurora. Uh, Kearney Catholic over Central City, 52-22. And St. Cecilia beats Superior, 51-13. Now we get back to action here. Hemingford with the ball, looking to regain the lead. Two minutes to go, another three. Roebuck all the way down and out, no good. Schmidt battles for the ball. Players on the floor, foul called. On Hemingford, that's how Schmidt ended up on the ground. And she'll come to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. What a ball game. Maybe not a lot of offense, but they sure are getting after it. And at the line to shoot the one-and-one. McKenna Schmidt, she's two of three tonight. The foul was the fourth on Emily Hansen. The free throw is up, and it's in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Gasling. Natalie has dominated the boards. I've got her for 14 so far in this game. A minute 50 to go. Tied at 31. Hemingford ball against the pressure. Roebuck on the right wing. Fidelke makes her give it up. Then the ball knocked away. Will they call it out of bounds or a foul? Looks like they're just going to call it out of bounds. Megan Megrel made some contact going after the ball there. And now Hemingford to throw it in. Get it to Turek. Turek looking for a screen. Got the screen, but nobody moved. Turek needs to get rid of it. Does to Hansen at the three-point arc right side. Up top, they'll go to Gasling. Gasling without a bucket here in the second half. will try and change that. Forces her way to the right block, and they're going to call the foul. On McKenna Schmidt. Reached in there and hit her on the arm. So Gasling will go to the line. And again, as we said, it's not been a good night. She is 5 of 12 at the line, but she's hit her last two. Has 11 points. And the first of two is no good. New West postgame show is coming up, so stay with us. All kinds of action going on. Noziska's already fouled out. Ochtenberg and Schmidt with four fouls, and Hannah Megrill has injured herself, and she's out. Second free throw is good by Gasling. And Hemingford's back on top, 32-31 a minute, 20 to go. Fidelke for three. They haven't made one all night, and they still haven't. But an offensive rebound by McKenna Schmidt, and then trying to kick it out to Fidelke, throws it away. Brooklyn Fidelke just can't get one to go. Now Ravenna has to rely on their defense without panicking. Full court pressure with a minute 14 to go. 32-31, Hemingford has the ball in the lead. Pressure in the backcourt on Turek. And let's see how Hemingford decides to attack. Will they try and take it all the way in? No. Back out between the circles. One minute to go in the district championship. Hemingford hasn't been to state since 86. Turek with it on the right side. Ravenna, a little lackadaisical. Turek takes the shot. It rattles in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Ravenna. And then they're fouled. And Ochtenberg will go to the line with a chance to tie and take the lead. All six rebounds for Ankenberg have been here in the second half, and let's see if Eva, the lone senior starter, can knock down the front end of the one-and-one. The second foul on Kump, the eighth foul on the Bobcats. Ankenberg's first trip to the line tonight. The free throw on the way, and good. Got the shooter's touch off the rim, tied at 32. Second free throw for Ochtenberg. On the way, and good, and Ravenna has the lead. 40-33, 32. 
And on the inbound, Ravenna went for the steal, knocked it away, and it's going to still stay with Sutherland. 33-32, 45 seconds to go. Hemingford has one timeout. Ravenna has two, and here comes Hemingford. They'll get it to the hands of Roebuck. Roebuck guarded by Jordan Fidelke. Switches hands, top of the key. Looks for the cutter, and are they going to call a travel? Yes, they did. Just as Caitlin Cuff was going to make a beautiful back cut to the bucket, Roebuck threw it to where she was standing, so she came back after it. She came back after it, and they traveled with a basketball, and I believe Hemingford has decided to use their final timeout. I'm not sure how to used it here. The clock was already stopped, and you're playing defense. 37 seconds to go. They may have one timeout remaining as I check the book, so they should have one to go. 37 seconds remain in the game. Ravenna, 33. Hemingford, 32. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. What a ball game here tonight. We're going to keep it here during the timeout. Ravenna at the free throw line. So far in this quarter, two of three in the game, 11 out of 20. It all kind of depends who you want at the line. Noziska, their best free throw shooter, has fouled out, and really nobody outside of that is better than 59-60%. Hannah Meagrel, and she's injured. So this could be beneficial for Hemingford. Full court pressure, Ravenna will get it in to Brooklyn Fidelke. They double her, so they get it up to Jordan. It's stored away. Uncontested layup. Roebuck hits it. Uncontested layup by Roebuck, and the lead goes back into the hands of Hemingford. Ravenna has timeouts, 22 seconds to go. Here's Fidelke, drives right baseline. She's fouled. She scoops it up. It spins off the front of the rim. No good. Stops the clock with 18 seconds to go in the game. And how about Faith Roebuck, the team's leading scorer, had two points in the fourth quarter. She's got seven in the quarter. She's got all their field goals. And now Emily Hansen has fouled out of the game. Did not score four rebounds and leaves us with 18 seconds to go. At the line to shoot the one-and-one, Jordan Fidelke, or is it two? Should be two. Two-shot foul here for Jordan. Three of five on the night. It's up and in, and we are tied. Six points for Jordan Fidelke. We've been tied at 31, 32, and now 34. 18 seconds to go in the district final. Fidelke to give the Jays the lead. The freshman, too strong. Rebound comes out. Into the hands of Hemingford, and they're going to get a walk call, a very tight call. That's a tough one. That's a tough one right there. Two Bobcats went for the rebound. Their knee buckled a little bit. I know I know I'd have been upset if it was on the other shoes, so a tough break. And Ravenna has the ball and a chance to win it. 16 seconds to go. Coach Malsby says, let's just run the play. They'll get it into the hands of Fidelke left wing. Jordan back up top to Migrel. Eight seconds to go. Back to Fidelke. Left hand has some room. Drive. Scoop shot. No good. Rebound. Tipped around. Turek has it. Oh, and a double dribble called on Brooke Turek just trying to get the ball up the floor. And that's going to give Ravenna a chance with one second to go. And so Coach Malsby will call the timeout. That's two rough ones that have gone against Hemingford here in the last 15 seconds, and now Ravenna is going to get a chance. It was hard to tell from our vantage point if it was a double dribble. There were people in the way over there, but 
Just something you wouldn't see. All she was going to do is dribble it out. She wasn't going to get a shot away. And so instead of going to overtime, Ravenna, with one second remaining, will get to take it out, I believe, in front of their bench. And that's the sixth turnover of the quarter on Hemingford. One second to go. We are tied at 34. Exciting high school sports action not made possible without our great sponsors. Thank you so much. To throw it in, Brooklyn Fidelke. Here we go. Will they look for Jordan? They box the lane. Brooklyn looks, looks, looks. Still looking. Throws it in. And they won't get the shot away. Well, they shouldn't have got the shot away. I think they would have counted it. With one second, she took a dribble to the right side, had a defender in her face, and the three-pointer is no good. And that continues the streak for Ravenna. 0 of 7 in the quarter and 0 of 14 in the game from three-point land. The C26 District Final goes to overtime. Hemingford and Ravenna tied at 34. We'll be right back. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. We'll jump it up again. Hanson is fouled out for Hemingford. Noziska has fouled out for Ravenna. And the ball is in the air, and once again, the opening tap will be controlled here by Hemingford. And they'll take a three to start it, and Gasling is off the mark. No good. Tried to get the early momentum. Brooklyn Fidelke will get the rebound. Roebuck has the only three of the game for either team came in the fourth quarter. So into overtime and a low-scoring 34 Fidelke drives. Jordan drives, has it blocked from behind. It ends up going out of bounds off of Ravenna. The block shot for Lauren Gasling. The freshman stood her ground, let her go around as the taller player just kind of stuffed her. In that last quarter, Ravenna was 3 of 5 at the line. Hemingford was 6 of 8, and they're still 11 of 29 in the game. With it is Turek. Turek handling the ball. Getting tougher as this game goes along. Crossover, pull up from 12 and hit it. They didn't let Brooke or she just didn't take those shots in the first half, and she's getting more confident. 36-34, Hemingford. Ochtenberg, right side of the key, up top to Migro. Left-hand dribble on the wing. Gets it to Fidelke. Driving in Jordan, the one-hand runner. Bouncing off the rim, no good. Contact, foul on Ravenna. The rebound to Brooke Turek. I have her for 11 rebounds. Natalie Gasling with 14. Noziska fouled out in the third quarter with nine. Nine as well for, or seven for Schmidt, and eight for Meagrel. We walk to the other end. The foul called on Megan Meagrel, her third. Both teams in the double bonus. Brooke Turek was three of four in the fourth quarter. She is four of eight in the game. And the first of two is no good. 
When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Kennesaw has knocked off the Elm Creek girls tonight, 52-44. to All the scores when we're done as well. The second free throw, Turek up and in. And it's 37-34. Hemingford now leads by three. Their biggest lead of the entire game was four. Ravenna was up seven in the first half. Blue Jay basketball. You do not want to be down more than one possession now in overtime. Fidelke, Brooklyn, right wing, back out to Jordan. Be a heck of a time for a three. Turek deflect the ball, but Migrel grabbed it. Turek hit it, didn't know where it went. So Migrel was able to get to it. Oh, here's Fidelke in the left corner. She's wide open. It took him too long to get her to the ball, and so Brooklyn kicks it back out top. Playing around the perimeter, 1-3-1. Here's a long three, Fidelke off the front of the rim. No good, offensive rebound. Jordan Fidelke drives, scoop shot is no good. Tapped around, Hemingford grabs it with Brooke Turek. And now Hemingford can kind of use some time. 37-34 overtime, Bobcats by three with the ball, 2.15 to go. Gasling, right side of the key. They open up the lane, spread the floor. Gasling into the corner to Turek. Now she'll drive baseline. Got by Migrel, the runner off the glass, in and out, no good. Schmidt battles for the rebound. They're going to call a jump. The arrow points the way of Ravenna. As McKenna Schmidt grabs her eighth rebound. And Ravenna now still looking for their first point of the overtime session, trailing 37-34. And Jordan Fidelke brings it across the timeline with two minutes to go in overtime. Over to Brooklyn, back to Jordan. Rotated to Migrel. Need a bucket. They've had a couple drives to the hoop. Find that screen. Skip pass to Fidelke. Now drives baseline into the trees. Kicks it back out. Here's a long three. Jordan, it will not go. And it's all red uniforms. And up the floor, maybe uncontested, is Faith Roebuck. She'll take it all the way to the rack, and they foul her before she can get there. But it's still two free throws with a minute 38 to go. Faith Roebuck, who stepped up huge in that fourth quarter where Hemingford scored 13 of their 34 points to tie this ball game. The fourth foul on Brooklyn Fidelke. The free throw, the first of the night for Roebuck, is no good. Hemingford could assault this baby away a long time ago from the line. But they are 33%. Second free throw, good. So Roebuck hits the charity shot. 38-34, 140 to go in overtime. Ochtenberg brings it across the timeline here for the Jays. To Fidelke, Jordan, down to the baseline. Here comes Migrel, lost the handle. She's right underneath the hoop, gives it to Brooklyn, eight-footer. It absolutely will not go in, and the rebound brought down by Gasling. Lauren has it for Hemingford, and now they can play keep away. Ravenna's going to have to hope that Hemingford continues to miss free throws. Up the floor, Turek, and a foul will be called with 1.10 to go. The foul is on Brooklyn Fidelke, and now she has fouled out of the basketball game. Here in overtime, fouls out with 1.10 to go, six points, six rebounds. And before they can shoot free throws, they'll quickly sub in. Looks like Kuchera is going to check into the basketball game. And Turek at the line to shoot two. The first one in and out, no good. 38-34, Hemingford, 1.10 in overtime. They've never led by more than four. They can do it here in the extra stanza. Turek's second free throw is good. 39-34, 110 to go. Jordan Fidelke up the floor to Migrel. Hannah stops, quick three, doesn't hit anything, and it goes out of bounds. Well, they're going to say that Schmidt saved it, but she saved it right into the hands of Faith Roebuck, and she'll be fouled. 
And it's not looking good for the Jays now. Had a chance to win it in regulation. It didn't happen. And Hemming Ford is going to take advantage. Jordan Fidelke commits her second foul. A ton of fouls and jump balls in this basketball game. And at the line is Faith Roebuck. She'll put it up and in. 40 to 34, a chance to make it a three-possession game. 58 seconds to go. Second free throw, good. 7-0 here in the overtime. Fidelke up the floor. Ravenna will get it back to Meagrel. Meagrel drives the baseline, gets fouled. Good job there by Hannah Meagrel, or Megan Meagrel. She took it right at her, and Turek will be called for the foul. That's the fourth on Brooke. And the 10th team foul. Two free throws. They need them all. Megan Meagrel, two of four at the line. The first one in and out off the glass. Won't go. 41-34 Hemingford. 52 seconds to go in overtime. Second free throw for Meagrel. On the way, and it is good. So she got one of two. Six-point game. And they'll quickly get it in. Full court pressure. Ravenna trying to get that steal. Doing a good job. Long pass turret gets into the front row to Gasling. Now they got a foul, but the ball's dropped loose, and there's a foul on Fidelke. That'll send Roebuck to the line to shoot two. She just hit two. And for Jordan, she has three. 42 seconds to go. And the first free throw, wasting no time, is good. They finally, Hemingford's got the right player at the line in Faith Roebuck. She is four of five here in overtime. Second free throw, good as well. And it is 43-35. Hemingford heading to state for the first time since 86. Meagrel's three is off the mark, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Hemingford, 33 seconds to go. The New West postgame show is coming up. Ravenna still has a couple timeouts. If they can score, they'll be able to stop the clock. Fidelke throws it in quickly to Schmidt. They can't waste time. She's just holding the ball back to Fidelke. A contested three. It's an air ball. Rebound brought down Ochtenberg. She's fouled. And so they'll have to earn it at the line. Ravenna has never shot three-pointers this bad. It is a rough one here tonight for the Jays. Ochtenberg, 2-2 two two at the line, will shoot two. The foul comes on Brooke Turek. And now she fouls out of the basketball game. Joining her teammate, Emily Hansen, 25 seconds to go here in overtime. 12 points and 12 rebounds tonight for Turek. 25 seconds to go. Ochtenberg to shoot two free throws. And it is up and good. Seven points now for Eva and seven rebounds. Second free throw. On the way, hits the rim and in, 43-37. Full court pressure, easily got it in to Gasling. Lauren right back to her sister, Natalie, in a foul with 23 seconds to go. Natalie Gasling hit 3 of 4 in the fourth quarter. Before that, she was 3 of 10. So 6 of 14, shoots 2. The fourth foul on Jordan Fidelke. Ravenna may not have enough players to foul. Coach might have to bring somebody in. First of two for Gasling in a six-point game in overtime is on the way and in, and they can't miss now. Hemingford gave Ravenna their chances, but it's not going to happen tonight. Second free throw, Gasling on the way, and it bounces around and in. 
45, 37, 23 seconds to go. Negril in the front court. Tries to get a shot away. Nearly walked. Gets it back out to Fidelke. 15 seconds. Can't get a shot away. And a foul again. Bobcats trying to play very aggressive in your face defense. 13 seconds to go. And at the line to shoot two will be Jordan Fidelke. But it would take some kind of Blue Jay be strong miracle right here. Free throw is up and in and banked in. So I guess there's a little hand there. And Coach Malsby's going to use a timeout here to discuss what he wants his team to do. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. With 13 seconds to go in overtime, it is 45-38 Hemingford. We'll be right back. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Rough night for some of our area teams down to the wire. In overtime, Cambridge beats Axtell 42-35. Wilcox-Hildreth lost to Winita Palisade 32-30. And here in overtime, Ravenna looks like they're going to fall to Hemingford. Second free throw for Jordan Fidelke. Out of the timeout, is on the way, and it is good. Six-point game, 13 seconds to go. Bobcats look to get it in, and they do, and there's a foul. Negro tried to sneak in there and get the steal, but sent her to the floor. Megan with her fourth foul. So already fouled out is Zaziska. Four on Jordan Fidelke. Then you've also got Brooklyn Fidelke fouled out. Four on Meagrel, four on Schmidt, four on Ochtenberg. And at the other end, we'll shoot two more free throws, and it is up, and it is in for Faith Roebuck. She might end up getting to her season average after getting just two points in the first three quarters. Second free throw on the way with 11 seconds is also good. 47-39. Ravenna's going to get one more shot, and that'll do it for their season. Fidelke looking up the floor, drives one-hand runner up and in, and they blow the whistle for a foul. Chance for a three-point play here with Jordan Fidelke with four seconds to go in the game. 47-41. And here we go with Jordan. On the way. It is good. 47-42. Inbound the ball. They can't get there in time to foul. And off to the state tournament. The Hemingford Bobcats. For the first time in 30 years, Hemingford is going dancing. They were upset in the volleyballs. District finals in five sets by Arcadia Loop City after being up 2-0. They got a quick start here, and then it took them a long time to get back in the game. They forced overtime at 34-all and ended up winning it tonight by a score of 47-42 to in overtime, scoring 13 points in the fourth and 13 in the overtime session. Hemingford, 21-2. Ravenna will end the season 
at 18 and 8. We'll be back to Sutherland High School with our new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this timeout. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. And custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back out here to Sutherland High School for tonight's basketball action. Time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I want to thank all the fine folks here at Sutherland for their hospitality. And what a game here uh, tonight. I want to thank, of course, Athletic Director Dustin Mitchell and the crew. And as we said, a lot of our area teams here from Central Nebraska uh, that were underdogs or in 50-50 games came out on the short end of tonight's games. If you're driving home, we'll try and give you a few of the uh, finals here tonight. It was Crofton over Elgin, 59-33. Emerson Hubbard beat North Central, 52-39. Sacred Heart over Hampton. Guardian Angels beat Ponca, 63-40. Hastings over Aurora, 50-42. St. Cecilia over Superior, 51-33. Kearney Catholic over Central City, 52-22. Lincoln Christian over Columbus Scotus, 67-45. Ord over Wayne, 36-25. Juanita Palisade over Wilcox Hildreth, 32-30. Why not beat O'Neill St. Mary's 40 to 31? Cambridge in overtime defeated Axtell 42 to 35. And it almost seems like I'm missing one here, but uh, that is what I've Kennesaw defeating Elm Creek 52 to 44 in tonight's basketball action. Here it is Hemingford 47 and Ravenna. 42. We'll take a look at all the numbers and talk with Coach Noah Ballsby right after this on the New West postgame show. 
Young people are the future of agriculture. The Aurora Cooperative is helping to secure that future by offering scholarships to students enrolling in ag-related college majors for the 2016-2017 school year. Graduating seniors as well as current college students qualify. A total of 10 $500 scholarships and five $1,000 scholarships will be awarded. You can find more information and the application at auroracoop.com or inquire with your guidance counselor. Deadline for application is March 11th. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Great fielding and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. With our producer-engineer, Kent Keeler, Doug Duda back with you here at Sutherland as we take a look at the final stats of the New West postgame report. For Hemingford, Brooke Gallus, two rebounds. Caitlin Kump, two points, two rebounds. Kelly Horseman, two points, two rebounds. Brooke Turek, 12 points, 12 rebounds, two block shots. Faith Roebuck is the team's leading scorer at 15.5 points a game. She had 16 points and seven rebounds. 14 of those points came in the fourth quarter and overtime. Now, in overtime, she was 7 of 8 at the line, and she had 7 points in the fourth quarter. Lauren Gasling, 1 point, 2 rebounds, 1 block. Natalie Gasling, 14 points, 14 rebounds in the basketball game. She made 3 field goals and hit 8 free throws. She had the first 2 buckets of the game, and then after that was pretty quiet, hit a lot of free throws, and Emily Hansen had 4 rebounds. Unofficially for Hemingford, I had them for 21 rebounds in the first half, 19 in the second half, and 5 in overtime. Free throw shooting, 5 of 15 in the first half, 6 of 14 in the second half, and then 11 of 14 in overtime. Three-point shooting, 0 of 4 in the first half, 1 of 4 in the second half, 0 of 1 in overtime. Turnovers, 10 in the first half, 6 in the second half, and none in overtime. Hemingford was held to 15 points in the first half. They scored 19 in the second half and 13 in overtime. 47 points, 45 rebounds, 22 out of 43 at the free throw line. One of nine from three-point land, three block shots, 16 turnovers. Hemingford looks like they'll be the number three seed at the state tournament with a record of 21 and two, the three, or possibly the four I guess uh, we should say, because uh, it it looks like they're going to stay in that three spot here in C2. St. Cecilia would be in the four spot. They're very close, uh, and Superior was as well, but St. Cecilia beat Superior. But that's good news for Superior. They'll probably pick up a wild card. Superior, Oakland, Craig, North Platte, St. Pat's all in the running for that wild card. For the Ravenna Lady Jays tonight, Jordan Fidelke ended up with 11 points, four rebounds, and one block shot. Brooklyn Fidelke fouled out with a minute 10 to go in overtime. Six points, six rebounds. Rebecca Nosiska fouled out with 7.08 to go in regulation. Eight points, nine rebounds. Megan Meagrel, five points, eight rebounds and a block. Hannah Meagrel, two points. She was injured, re-injured that knee midway through the second quarter. They brought her back in the third. It gave out on her again in just 30 seconds, and she was not able to play 
the last quarter and a half. Madison Kuchera had two rebounds. McKenna Schmidt, two points and nine rebounds. And Eva Ochtenberg, eight points, seven rebounds, and one block shot. I had Ravenna for 17 rebounds in the first half, 24 in the second half, and four in overtime. So many rebounds because there were so many missed shots on both sides. Free throw shooting for Ravenna, 6 of 11 in the first half, 6 of 11 in the second half, 6 of 7 in overtime. Three-point shooting, 0 of 4 in the first half, 0 of 10 in the second half, 0 of 5 in overtime, something that the Jays have not seen. They've had some bad shooting nights, but not like that. Turnovers, 10 in the first half, 8 in the second half, none in overtime. Ravenna had an 18-15 lead at halftime. They scored 16 points in the second half and 8 in overtime. 42 points, 45 rebounds, 18 out of 29 at the free throw line. 0 of 19 from three-point land, three blocks, 18 turnovers, and Ravenna, who had the lead late, will end their season at 18-8. 47-42 Hemingford. We'll talk with Coach Noah Balsby right after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits. Always fun following the Jays, and it was a weird game tonight. Uh, but Coach Noah Malsby uh, goes to overtime, doesn't come out in your favor. But the game, I suppose, was probably paid at, played at your pace. You wanted it low scoring, but I don't think you could have imagined all the fouls and all the missed shots, even though, as you told me and as we've seen, uh, you, you hadn't shot the ball that well over the last month. Yeah, we haven't, and we did. We had the pace. You know, we knew that we had to. Uh, we knew that we had to play good defense. And we need to slow them down and, and pressure them and kind of take them out of because, you know, they got good players. They can shoot. Um, you know, it hurt Rebecca Naziska not playing. You know, we don't have a whole lot of height, and when you lose her, uh, you know, just the athleticism, the rebounding, the putbacks, things like that. Um, but you know what? You got to give them credit. They made plays when they had to, um, and we didn't. And then you look, and that kind of coincides with her fouling out, and Roebuck had two points the entire first three quarters, and then she gets seven in the fourth and hits seven free throws in overtime. Uh, you, you can kind of put two and two together there. Yeah, we, uh, we have to have Beck in. You know, it, it's pretty obvious. You know, anybody who's played us knows that, you know. Um, the other girls do a pretty good job, but they just – it's just not the same. She's so quick getting off the floor to get rebounds. Even just her post defense, there's a lot of things that she doesn't get credit for that she does. Um, so, you know, but games like this, you've got to learn to overcome. And I think, I think McKenna grew up a lot tonight. You know, she plays five, seven minutes a game, and she has to play, you know, 24 minutes a game. Um, 
you know, that's gaining experience, and hopefully it's going to help us down the road. They play the 1-3-1 zone. What was it that gave you, I guess, so much trouble? I know that you probably don't have an easy answer to this. Some nights the ball goes in, and some nights it doesn't. But 0 of 19 from three-point land, that's just something that uh, you just scratch your head with. Yeah, you know, we're pretty streaky, but usually we don't even shoot that bad. Um, you know, and honestly, the right, the right girls were shooting them for the most part, you know. Um, there was a couple that were forced and bad, but, you know, it's something we just – we have to, it should be motivation as a summer. You know, that's one of the things that we lack is um, being able to consistently shoot. You know, I think we play pretty good defense, but, you know, overall there, there's room for improvement. And I think they know that, and I think they're going to be motivated to, uh, to get better in the offseason. Besides not having uh, Nosiska there in the fourth quarter and overtime, was there something else that you noticed that Hemingford did to catch up, get the lead, you tie them, and then for them to pull away in overtime? Um, I think... Good players make good plays at the right times. And, you know, I thought we did a great job on 15 most of the game. Uh, she's a really good player, though. And when it came down to it, uh, she made big plays down the stretch. And we're young, and we're still, we're still finding that. Well, uh, an 18-8 season is nothing to sneeze at. But uh, I know that you were hoping to get to state. Might have been a rematch with Hemingford, which... Obviously, if you beat them tonight, you got to feel good going to state, and you stay away from St. Cecilia, Crofton, and Gack, who all did win tonight. Overall, though, as you said, you're still pretty young. Not a lot of seniors on this basketball team. Um, just a brief word about, about those seniors. Well, we're going to miss them. And honestly, it doesn't necessarily show up in the stats uh, a lot of what they did. I mean, even just communication, leadership, um, what they brought, setting the tone, you know, all those things. You know, they're great kids, and uh, they have uh, – they have all fought through adversity throughout their four years, and our program could not be what it is today or will be in the future without those girls. And I am, uh, I'm honestly proud of them. Again, the fans are going to go, how did it happen this way? I had both teams with 45 rebounds, which means there was a lot of missed shots, a lot of second and third opportunities. I know they were taller than you, so that was one reason. And, and Hemingford missed just as many as you guys did. Uh, intensity, the moment. For Hemingford not being here, well, for your girls not being in this situation either, how much do you think that that played in it? How was the locker room pregame, halftime, when you went to overtime? Uh, how, how was the demeanor of the girls? You know, I think they were ready to play. I think they they knew that they had a chance coming in. I knew they, they these girls just have the mindset that they're going to compete, you know, and they've proved that all year long. Um, you know, have we lost games? Absolutely. But there hasn't been one game that we've just got blown out in. They always have that right mentality. Now, when it comes down to the fourth quarter, I think there's some things that uh, we're definitely going to uh, learn from this. Um, you know, young girls have to learn when to when to take shots, when to pass, when to do those things. Um, and I think they will. And I honestly, it sucks to lose. It does. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, I think that they will learn from it. And the girls that we have are very driven. Um, and this one is going to sting, and I think it's going to drive them. Did you... Can you share a little bit of the post-game talk with the girls? Did you use that as a moment to plant the seed, or will that be this summer and, and when you go next year talking about those kind of things? You know, we talked a little bit about it. You know, we talked about this is, you're this close. It stings. It hurts. It's supposed to hurt. If it doesn't hurt, then obviously you don't care enough, you know? Um, and they are. They're, they're crying. They're doing, they feel, they feel terrible, you know? Um, and you can just tell, you know, just the demeanor they have that 
it hurts. Well, I think uh, it, it could be one of those things that in the next couple of years we look back on and go, well, this is kind of, I mean, it started before now, but to get that extra little bit of grease on the fire, we'll, we'll see it here tonight. Noah, it's always great to cover in the Jays. Thanks so much, and we'll, we'll do it again next season. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Noah Ballsby joins us here in the New West Postgame Show. We'll wrap it up after this timeout, 47-42, Hemingford in overtime. We'll be right back. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust when it comes to new construction. Building a home is one of the most exciting and overwhelming times in your life with so many decisions. Make the decision of your heating, electrical, and plumbing contractor an easy one. One contractor for all three trades eliminates delays in construction. Plus, our qualified technicians deliver the best from start to finish. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With locations in Kearney and Holdridge and on the web at andersonbros.com. Back here at Sutherland, the districts are over in most spots tonight. We had a lot of scores uh, to pass along to you. We'll do it again here in our final segment of the basketball game. Uh, Crofton over Elgin, 59-33. to Emerson Hubbard beat North Central. Sacred Heart over Hampton, 61-41. Gretna beat Elkhorn South. Guardian Angels over Ponca, 63-40. Hastings beat Aurora, 50-42. They're off to state. St. Cecilia's going to state with a 51-33 win over Superior. Carney Catholic wins districts for the second straight year over Central City by a score of 52-22. Kennesaw beat Elm Creek, 52-44. Ord over Wayne, 36-25. Lincoln Christian over Columbus Scotus, 67-45. Sandhill Stedford beat Mullen, 41-30. Juanita Palisade over Wilcox Hildreth, 32-30. Why not over St. Mary's and UTAN beat Freeman 47-46 and Cambridge, a winner over Axtell in overtime by a score of 42-35. So really no major upsets when you look up and down those scores so far tonight. And I believe that took care of all of the games. We did not have a South Loop Dundee County score playing just down the road at Wallace. A reminder, tomorrow it's the state wrestling duels starting at 9 a.m. on ESPN with the B and C quarters, then at 10.30 the A and D quarters. Then here on Classic Hits, the semifinals at 3 and the championship duels at 7. Carney High Boys will host Omaha Northwest tomorrow at 5 o'clock on ESPN Radio. Monday here on Classic Hits, it will be Amherst Boys in the district final taking on Bridgeport. And then Tuesday, it will be the Kennesaw Elm Creek Boys from Gibbon. And then depending on what happens with Kearney High Saturday, we'll either have their game at Omaha Central Tuesday or we'll have the Axtell-Cambridge game. We've also got on the breeze 94.5 on Monday night, Adam Central Central Catholic. And on Tuesday night, it will be Giltner taking on Juanita Palisade. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors uh, that help us cover sports throughout the year from the Ravenna area and throughout central Nebraska. And to Dustin Mitchell, the AD here at Sutherland. For our producer engineer, Kent Keeler, I'm Doug Duda again in overtime. Hemingford, 
breaks a 30-year drought. They're headed back to state, 47-42 over Ravenna. Doug Duda saying goodnight, everyone. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.